0: campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. Well, hello, everyone. How's everybody doing today? Man, that intro was like full of lisp for me. I was like, sh- 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 I'm so sorry. Do
1: we want to, re- do you want to
0: re-record it? No, it's good. I just, the people have to
1: understand that my S's. Because I was very abrasive. I've been watching The Office, and I just got done with the one where Dwight's like yelling when he's doing his speech. So maybe that's where I'm like getting my inspiration from, is I'm like very like, you know ah, what is- demanding and commanding. As <laughs> a,
0: am I a millennial? Am, is that what it is? Am I, that's what my, gap is right I feel like you're a okay. millennial as yeah, a millennial right? yeah. I feel like all life references can be made into the office and Spongebob Squarepants and like there's no in between and last night I yes. was talking about how um you know the office episode where Michael proposes to her, and he goes <laughs> <Carol>. <laughs> she uh freaking Pam freaks out about the size of the ring and he goes they say three year salary I that makes me laugh to myself all the time for no reason <laughs> but th- I was thinking of that last night it's Funny that you were talking about.
1: This. I love that. Well, we hadn't had Peacock for so long, and then finally we were all talking. We were like, We haven't watched The Office in it's so, so long, and so we finally just did it. And then I was like cracking up, like, I just watched the dinner mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> like, well, I
0: love, I love just like the oh, mockumentary God, shows, so like, good. um, Brooklyn 99's great, um, uh, Parks yes. and Rec, obviously. I love Reno 911, <laughs> Abbott Elementary <laughs> is my new thing. I don't know if you've seen it, I think you said your sister watches it. It's so yes. good. And it's Oh, it's she loves so it. Philly. She loves it. It's really great. So, um not to talk about movie and show recommendations this early, but you know, if you want something lighthearted, those are all great things.
1: Yeah. I
0: agree. I agree. Now back to the death and the murder. Uh <laughs> yeah.
1: the last Back to the dark shit. I
0: know. The the we're not even that scary. I was talking to somebody <laughs> recently, um, about our podcast and they were like what I like about your podcast is that it, it's two women talking about these heavy subjects but in a way that's not so um grotesque and a way that's not so well not that people are disrespectful right but you get like the last podcast a little uh, on the left kind of world which they're super respectful of it but they're still talking about these really really heavy subjects that i feel like sometimes we can't even discuss yeah you know, we talked about black dahlia recently and like there was things that we were like not even like all right we're not even gonna touch that because it's so gross to even say but we still try to be educational so i think that's the cool thing about us
1: well i think the thing is this too is is like at the end of the day these are human beings that mm-hmm. lost their life in a tragic a very tragic way and you know it, it's it, when you think about some of these things I think it's the importance of talking about true crime is that by talking about some issues especially that are unsolved it may bring someone like that just has a passion in, in solving crime and, and sleuthing and just helps them solve these cases so I think that it's like you have to be a- like absolutely respectful of, of you know these these victims but hopefully you know for some of these crimes they get solved someday and that's mm-hmm. the ultimate hope so. We also um, we're going to talk
0: about Halloween because I'm, I'm excited about that but yeah. when you were saying that it reminded me <laughs> that i saw people cosplaying or dressing up as jeffrey dahmer this year Ugh. and i was like let somebody come to my door dressed as jeffrey dahmer it's on site i'm not an advocate for violence but if you're if like you might get smacked you know like that's the totally awful irresponsible side of of true crime fans
1: yeah it's glorifying yeah especially for someone who was just like oh it's just gross you know it's just Mm -hmm. gross it
0: just gives those of us who like enjoy true crime not that we enjoy it but like are fascinated by true crime uh like a bad rep because you have people like that that just take things too far and are super uh what's the word tone deaf yeah just not okay yeah. uh, but on the positive side what was your Halloween like what did you do this year
1: oh my gosh so <laughs> literally like two hours before trick-or-treating we ne- we didn't do anything to our yard because after our our dog passed I was just I literally have just been kind of like I don't want to do anything and then finally I was like no we gotta do this more for bogey we're gonna go out so literally two hours before I'm decking out my yard and lights and and dead skeletons and graves and um it was great and uh, I set up so because of me doing all this like um photography and you know modeling I have all these lights so I have lights positioned everywhere so our house is like all these shades of like green and purple and orange and um I have my like big ass system blasting like ghostbusters and thriller and it was uh, like it was really cute because like kids would come to our door and I play I play ghostbusters um especially when I saw like big groups of people and the kids were like dancing and like having so much fun and it was so wholesome and it was just real cute so I was really happy that i did it because i then it just made
0: me happy yeah <laughs> i love that i think i s- i said previously like everywhere i've ever lived on my own nobody comes trick-or-treating Oh no! and where i am now it's it's not like a trick-or-treating area they did um, a trunk or treat by us but we were oh, out of town though. in vegas yeah. so i didn't get to do it and i'm sad because yeah. i have so much candy and pokemon cards um to give away still so i i think I it's, love it. it's such a great concept we drove around on halloween we saw nobody outside trick-or-treating and it oh, was like geez. 7 p.m and i was like wow like i remember when we would be out to like 10 o'clock like still banging on doors yeah. ready to go
1: and when was your do you know what time your trick-or-treaters stopped so six to eight but you know my neighborhood yeah. how dark it gets like literally so it spooky. was dark and i would be playing like the th- like the halloween theme song and i was like if i was outside right now and i heard this shit i would be like this mm-hmm. is scary yeah i know
0: for sure so it's it's just like it was such a, di- a different era i guess when we were kids um but my halloween yeah. was i made i made chicken alfredo i ate a bunch Yum. of halloween candy And I watched Barbarian (laughs) because I've been meaning to watch it, and
1: I (laughs) loved it. I loved it. What a perfect Halloween. But you also were in Vegas for Halloween, so that had to be amazing. I
0: was. Oh, my gosh. So let me tell you. So I, I, we got home from Vegas. It was a very weird flight where we had left on the 30th at 11 p.m. and got home at, like, yeah. 7 a.m. So we were like, we're going to sleep. Like, this is yeah, just dude. too much. We slept till 4 p.m. It was, <laughs> it was a lot. Um, but from the day that we got there, which was that Thursday, everybody was dressed up. Like, people working at hotels and restaurants throughout the streets like all you did was see costumes every day and then you get a mix so it was really oh, cool because it was like people there clearly for magic 30 you could tell by yeah. like the shirts they're wearing or like the big backpacks and then you had uh that when we were young fest was also that weekend so you had like emo kids everywhere. oh my god i love it <laughs> and then you had just the traditional brides and like bachelorette parties and like people there to gamble and then you had costumes so it was yes. just like this big hodgepodge of of craziness in vegas it was really cool to see I wish I was in costume, too, because I think it would have been a lot of fun. Uh, but there was definitely a lot of Halloween yeah. events, and I thought it was very cool. I love that. Yeah, that was really, really awesome. And then also, I know you've been there before, but that Area 15, amazing. Oh, yeah. oh dude, so cool. Really cool. Uh, you, If you're listening, you might have seen that on TikTok as Mega Mart. So there's that like weird food store, alien food store that you can go yes. into and explore. But outside of it, too, there's a ton of other stuff. There's like really cool bars and uh, little shops, and and it's just a cool experience yeah like, I you was definitely
1: like, need like a couple hours to do oh, everything yeah. yeah yeah we did
0: Omega Mart itself in an hour and we didn't even see everything um, yeah yeah but I thought that was really fun and if you're ever in Vegas I feel like you should check it out it's worth the money
1: yeah it's real cool it's really neat. It's definitely something that you could take like I would say like your family too and it's just something that's just really a, a unique experience. It's, it's like hard to even describe mm-hmm. because it's just like so much is going on there <laughs> but it's so cool. But if anybody mm-hmm. knows the owner and will let us shoot inside of it just um, we want to shoot some pics. Oh, that's all I, I want to
0: do. I was like trying to take pictures but all the lights are so crazy which is fine but I was just like man if I if I could I'd wear like 15 outfits in here because they're just amazing.
1: I I know. that's. I think that's the worst about with us doing like pinup and boudoir and cosplay is just like when you see a really cool set or a background you're like I would do anything to be able to shoot there like
0: (laughs) So, you know, the set when you first go in there in through the fridge where there's a um it's like a it's looks it looks like an X-Files kind of desk. Yes. <laughs> like a
1: radio. I'm, yeah. I'm like, yes. that's me
0: and Erica right there. So yep. I saw it. I was like, that's yep. us. that's it's, it's yep. a conspiracy room. Like I, it was very much cool. Uh, like we just need a setup like that. It's so good. yeah <laughs> And you know what, too, is everybody's so involved with it that like even if you don't yeah. know somebody, they're going to get into the experience with you. Like I was walking through one of the rooms and there was a crawl space on the floor and this girl starts crawling and she goes, oh, my God, there's a rope. We can climb up here. And I was like, what? And she's like, come on, you're coming too. So we're just, I'm like, are we even supposed to be here? Because it doesn't look like you're supposed to be there, but it's meant for you um, to climb up these like rock walls with a big rope all the way to the top. And I'm like, I'm just with this random girl I've never met before. And the whole experience was like that. Like people were just talking to you. It was really cool.
1: I don't want to say that you should do like shrooms or something before you go. I in, feel like but I would be so should.
0: oversensitized. That's what I was saying. I smoked it's...
1: pot before I went there, and I was like, "This is <laughs> too
0: much for me." And I <laughs> smoke pot every day,
1: so yeah.
0: it was it was it was definitely really. Cool. It's very.
1: It's just a very visual experience. Mm-hmm. Is, is like it's real. It's real
0: cool. It's though. really cool. Yeah, a beautiful exhibit for sure. Well, yeah, that's what I've been up to. <laughs> I
1: love it though. I love it. That's so too. exciting.
0: Yeah, um, but catching up we haven't done a campfire tales in a while if you missed it yeah I- or I don't know how you missed it, but just in case, we are bi-weekly now, so we're doing a little less episodes month, but more quality and more time for us to do some stuff behind the scenes. Erica and I have been talking about our 2023, which looks really jam-packed with events and ghost hunts and uh, us getting together and making really cool content for Camp Cryptid, so you can look out for that. But today, we wanted to come back with the Campfire Tales. Uh, previously, we talked about Ellicott City, which I think we've been getting more messages about. I know you've seen those too.
1: Yeah yeah we've actually had a lot of people reach out that were um, I know someone responded to one of our Twitter threads about Ellicott City and um, we've had people reach into our Reddit about Ellicott City and so um, like Lewis said we've been going bi-weekly but kind of the hopes for that is too is to kind of supplement with more trips um, and doing some more like investigations of our own so um, Ellicott City is on our list so you have been warned yeah
0: <laughs> definitely uh, definitely I'm, I'm like a little bit nerve, like I'm excited to see it but I'm like ooh, I hope nothing bad happens to us like I feel like it's like a almost like I've talked about the devil street before where like you go to see it and then something bad happens to you or like a robber the doll yeah. like I feel like Ellicott City is gonna have like a weird little thing when we go there
1: it looks so cute but it reminds me of like how Derry looked in mm. like um it so I'm kind of like Ooh. The thing is, it looks cute, but it looks haunted as hell. So, like, I just, I don't know. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see how we feel about Ellicott City. But if anybody is listening that is from around the Ellicott City area or has any stories of Ellicott City, please, please do let us know because it's going to go into our Ellicott City file. So,
0: yeah. We also just, we're looking for more cities to explore and uh, investigate for ourselves. We obviously have a big list of stuff we like to check out. We're getting through a lot of East Coast and Midwest stuff for sure this year. But if you're not, there and you have stuff out of the country especially we would love to hear about it erica and i have been talking about going to scotland because it's definitely super haunted so suggestions are always welcome and you could do so on our contact section on CampCryptedPodcast.com or directly on our reddit which is camp Cryptid podcast
1: yeah we've got a lot of scottish and, and people over there in the uk and ireland and uh yeah give us some stories because we're going to be doing a trip over there to those uh cute little islands so we want to know all the spooky castle spots and graveyards. Like, <laughs> and then I'm going to reclaim the throne. <laughs> I kid, but not. I love that. I want to go so bad. I know. Dude, just honestly, even just seeing, like, the cute little sheep and, like, I'm like, why are their sheep so cute? I love why? all the cute <laughs>
0: sheeps and the long-haired cows and all the little bees. I know.
1: I know. You're the animal
0: whisperer too. Oh, it's like, oh my God. I love them. <laughs> Girl, you know that's the plan for us. That is that is literally like the plan. Hands down.
1: No, I just I just literally, I just want to have like a, an animal sanctuary. That's like just literally that's all I want. Oh, that'd be so cute. <laughs> I love that. Like, just let us open up a camp cryptid animal sanctuary. You guys heard it here first. <laughs> Cryptids are welcome.
0: (laughs) Well, let's get into our first story of the day. This one comes from Danny C. Yeah. So I said story, but really there's three. So Danny brought us multiple stories today. Thank you so much.
1: Hell yeah.
0: All three seem to be ghost stories. So Danny says, my personal one happened around 2014. I was living with my parents at the time. They had gone to bed a little bit earlier and when I finally got into bed I felt restless and couldn't seem to fall asleep. Ever since we moved here I had several instances of sleep paralysis and generally had a hard time getting to sleep. A little bit later I saw the light in the hallway turn on and I saw a shadow move under the door and into my dad's office. I waited a little bit expecting to see another shadow make its way across the door and and back into his room. After a while I decided to check on him and turn the hallway light off. When I got up However, I found nobody sitting in the office and, in fact, found both my parents Ugh. and our dog asleep in their room. There was no one else in the house, so I'm not very sure whose shadow that was. After that night, random lights in the house would randomly turn on. On and off. So, yeah, we'll dissect these stories one by one because there's so many. I'm super curious about the sleep paralysis. I've talked about it yeah. on here before, but my mom had sleep paralysis when I was growing up. My mother claims that the sleep paralysis was specifically just in the house that I grew up in. Once mm-hmm. she moved, she didn't have it anymore. And so, I think she thinks a lot of it had to do with spirits in our house because our house was haunted. I'm curious if, for you, Danny, if you still get sleep paralysis, Um, because it says it's several instances. Like, I'm sure maybe it doesn't happen anymore, but I'm wondering if it stopped as soon as you move. That's my first thing. Second off, if I seen a little spooky thing like that, I'd be freaked out. A little shadow figure.
1: Well, it's like it can go one of two ways. You could be brave and nothing's there, or you can be brave and something's there, and then it chops your head off. You know what I mean? It's just like- Yeah. This would go two ways. Um... Man, shadows are so scary though, because it's just like I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: I'm wondering if you felt like it was a bit ominous, Nanny, or if it was just kind of like, oh, that's a shadow figure. Because obviously, there's kind of the notion that it might have been their dad.
1: Yeah, but I also wonder, did his has his parents ever felt anything in the house? Like, do you mm-hmm. like? I guess that's another question is like, has your mom or dad ever had like weird instances happen to that in the house? Um, I know you said that the lights go on and off, so. I wonder if they had any type of like weird experience that they had, you know? Yeah, that one's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, the yeah. next story
0: comes from Danny as well, and they say the next two happened in Mexico after my grandfather passed away. Uh, he had he has kept a grandfather clock for as long as any of us could remember. About a week after he passed, my grandmother noticed it had it stopped working. She had someone come to repair it. He told her that it was a little strange because he couldn't exactly tell what was wrong with it, but he got it going again. A week later, it stopped again, same thing. A guy came out to fix it, and while he still couldn't figure out what caused it to stop, he got it going. Another week later, it stopped again. This time, the repairman came and asked my abuela if the time 317 meant anything to her. It was exactly the time that my grandfather had passed away. After that, they decided to not fix it and just let it rest. That's a little bit. 317 is so specific. I wonder if, like, from what it sounds like, it probably stopped at 317 every time. That's, yeah. That's kind of unexplainable to me.
1: Right? Like, yeah. Well, it doesn't help that it's also this grandfather clocks are so like stoic and beautiful and also creepy as hell. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So it's like way to be um, way to be super dramatic and pick a grandfather clock because that's some epic. That's epic right there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Definitely the spooky ones. Yeah. (laughs) I mean. It was Jay's
0: grandfather, too. So he's like, I'm here. Like, I feel like the significance it. is there. Like, he, I feel like I know he's playing a, a little prank or something or he or, I or way that, of being yeah. like, hi, I'm still here. It's me, which I think is really cool. And I and I, I know, mean,
1: I know. Danny, was your grandfather like a like a nice, funny guy like like that? I guess that's kind of what I wonder, because that would be kind of that would be awesome if he, you know, <laughs> was like this yeah. silly like prankster or like just a jolly guy and then did that, you know?
0: I do like that they were just like, all right, we're just going to let it rest now because every time we fix yeah. it, it's doing that. That's that just one. To grandpa me <laughs> is a little unexplainable. The first one, like, I can understand if you're having sleep paralysis and then you're seeing stuff. That makes sense to yeah. me. It, it just happens. It could not be a ghost. Um, but the next one to me just definitely feels like a ghost. Yeah, for sure. All right. So this last story, (laughs) yeah, it's really cute. I think it's a really, it's like when people say like they see dimes or butterflies or something and it reminds them of somebody that passed or it's their sign of being like, you know, I'm still here. I think that's a a really cool way of doing a sign if that's what that was. Oh my gosh. This last story is also for Danny. And they said, shortly after he passed, my abuela had some friends over that were helping them clean out his office. One of the women had brought her daughter. I think she was about four or five years old. Okay, let's stop you right there. Anytime a four or five year old is involved with something like this, they're gonna see a ghost or something. I know this <laughs> Hands is what's <laughs> Let's go. You know it right away a kid kids and pets uh see things way Easier and way more clearly than we do. It's just a fact. Law of the land. Pans <laughs> down when it comes to this kind of stuff. All right. She she'd never met either of my abuelos, but had been entertaining herself in the room watching cartoons as the adults worked away. At some point, they found a wooden box in his office that was locked. They tried to find a key all over the place and had no such luck. About five minutes after they'd given up looking for it, they heard the little girl talking to herself in the other room. When they asked her who she was talking to, she just replied with, Oh, the nice man that was in there. They knew that no one else was in the house, so they figured it was just a childhood imagination but then she said oh by the way he said that the key you're looking for is behind a book on the top shelf of his office they asked her to show them and she walked in and pointed at a book as soon as they moved it they found the key which did indeed it the box then they saw the little girl staring at a picture of my grandfather and they asked her what was so interesting she replied with oh i'm just looking at this man he was so nice when he was talking to me in the other room and then danny says well i don't know any more of her stories. she apparently had other similar things happen to her i am invested in this child <laughs> what a like she sees dead people man <laughs> uh, at first kids are just so good with this right like i'm 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 just like damn so good but at the same time it's there's no other way of explaining how that key was there it's on a bookshelf yeah. it's so specific it's not like she found something prior and was like i, I left the key somewhere like there's no other right. explanation other than a ghost and i think it's really cool that your grandfather is hanging around and like leaving these little trails behind yeah like I'm, I'm sorry. There's no other way. Period. That that's it.
1: I mean, grandfather's
0: still looking over y'all, basically. Yeah. Very cool stories. Very beautiful stories. Except the first one yeah. would be terrifying with the with with the sleep paralysis. I don't know. Well, you never know. This sounds like you got some
1: guardian angels around you. That's Danny, true. so
0: <laughs> That's true. My mom, uh, with with her ghost kind of stories, um, she called our ghost George. That was his name.
1: I love that. <laughs>
0: but she also had seen what looked like like an ancestor with different type of clothing like definitely like way back type of clothing yeah. in the house before so i think there's sometimes just people that are just like ancestors hanging out and sometimes it's not that neat. well
1: isn't it so funny that like the, there's these things like ghosts and things are unknown and our first thing is to go and be like that's terrifying mm-hmm. but it's like really that's just another human and they're probably just like longing for like i don't know interaction or something you know
0: uh, this is a a you're saying a beautiful thing. I'm thinking the dumbest thing right now. Do you think it's true that what you die in is like what your ghost outfit is? Because I will just be in sweatpants and like that is the least terrifying <laughs> my coffee
1: staying <laughs> yeah. sweatshirt I'm wearing right now. Zero
0: like I gotta make sure I'm wearing like a flapper dress or something at all times. So I Okay, that's bitch. it. I'm throwing away all yeah. my old clothes. Like everything. You know, yeah. Because <laughs> it, it's it's like, you know, there's things with with when it comes to ghosts. That's a great question. Yeah, where it's like unexplainable. They have to exist, right? Yeah. But at that point it's like can you just like
1: I better pick like manifest i mean we just walk around naked as ghosts because that's kind of weird
0: i know like if you oh, if you die naked like everybody sees you naked. <laughs> there's too I'm many saying,
1: things like, that's it's it just that changes everything
0: <laughs> like, i had too many questions to now <laughs> dismay from this beautiful story we were just told but it just reminded me of that and i was like i need to just know well if
1: anybody's listening and also wonders but you just let us know what you think because um yeah Yes, but no, yes. um, Danny. those were, honestly, I thought those were beautiful stories. And um, yeah, do let us know. If you're listening, Danny. do let us know. Um, really good. Yeah, we need some updates. We need some updates. But we yeah. need the updates for Love sure. That. So story number two is from Reese. And Reese says, hello, I am from Melbourne, Australia. And when I was growing up, we lived in a house when I was younger that was haunted for sure. I remember a couple of occurrences that stick with me after 20 plus years. I was in the backyard to feed our dog at night who we used to keep in this old wooden shed to sleep and I bent down to put the food in her bowl. But when I got back up, right in front of me were these bright yellow cat eyes the size of small saucers at about four foot off the ground now this shed had nothing in it besides the dog bed so as soon as i saw that i was frozen in fear but i did shake out of it and bolted to the house and then another time in the same house i was asleep in bed and was woke to the bed shaking i didn't think much of it at first until gradually it got more and more violent i tried to yell out for my parents and when i did nothing came out of my mouth i did that i did that for what felt like forever but when i did eventually get out um to yell out of the bed um the bed stopped shaking um I was about eight or nine years at the time and I remember it like it was yesterday and I'm 38 now and then Reese on a side note he says please do a topic on cosmic horror and the fear of the unknown Lovecraft and Edgar Allan Poe the greatest writers we agree they're great (laughs) um so yeah so I guess the first thing was about the cat eyes the cat the saucer eyes that were in this like Listen, I don't know anything about Australia. You know, as a dumbass American, my idea is Australia is a, maybe like a kangaroo and then on the other side of the road is a giant spider and then beyond that giant spider is a great white shark in the water right there. So that's that's just how I view Australia, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think that's how everybody and there's an
0: outback steakhouse, like that's it. <laughs> and my blue tongue skate comes from there, like that's the, that's it. Oh, I, love that's it. I, I love it. That's all I know.
1: He's an Australian baby. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, I, um, so I guess the thing is, is I just don't know enough about like any types of animals that would be that tall or would have like any features Mm -hmm. that would have these crazy eyes that would be staring back at you. Um, I guess my question is, is like, I guess I wonder what you thought it was like, you know? Like, after all this time, I yeah. guess I wonder if, like, did you feel, like, scared or, like, did you feel like it was, like, a menacing presence, you know? Because I do feel like any human can feel that that feeling on the back of your neck or in your stomach. You know, you get these feelings that kind of give you indicators whether or not you're in fear or in, 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 in harm's way, you know? So I guess that's just what I wonder. Like, Reese, were you feeling, like, scared or were you, like, afterwards you were like, oh, that probably was nothing,
0: you know? <sighs> The size, right, is 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 interesting to me. I think that's what makes it most interesting to me. Giant sauce. but they're not. Yeah. That's not
1: that high, you know. About four foot off the ground. It's like me. So like, yeah, yeah. I think that that would be. I mean, maybe a gray, a little gray alien. Oh, you well, know, it's kinda, that's kind of cute. I guess we got to go explore Australia now. <laughs> I know. I feel like there's got to be
0: some um, interesting because you're talking about the water and stuff. I feel like there's got to be a lot of cryptids that are like. Uh, is it metamorph? We we can never think of this word. Where they're land and sea, I feel like there's gonna be some kind of weird like cryptids over there that are yeah. And especially because you I- guys have giant freaking spiders and giant everything, there's gotta be like the weirdest cryptids there.
1: Lots of different, I feel like terrains over there for sure. Yes. Um, and I mean like. Who knows? I mean, did you see all those things about those giant squids they've been finding in the ocean again? A lot like, of giant squids. Oh, man. I saw the video of the, the giant like great white shark that had all these like like battle scars on him from getting in fights with giant squid. And I'm like, man, there is so much crazy shit in our sea that we probably have no idea about. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I feel they're like there's going to be... Yeah,
0: I feel like they're going to just take over. <laughs> Which is like... Yeah, I, my, I mean... My fear of... Um, AI robot takeover has been replaced by the fear of like sea creatures taking over.
1: I mean, at least with AI, though, you can, like, have sex with them. I just don't feel like I could have sex with, like, <laughs> ocean creatures, you, just you know? Went, so you there's just like full
0: furry, like, scale of being like, I don't know if I could fuck them. Like, that is not even where
1: I was we going. Cut this we cut this out. No, okay. we're not. It's staying in. It's staying in. <laughs> no, But, like, AI, like, at least it's like, okay, like, you know, it's like, okay, they could be hot and cyborgs. Like you know Yep, that's that's, that's exactly. it she goes no <laughs> she goes no <laughs> nope, nope, nope nope that's why i wouldn't like ai i'm like oh i'm cool with ai but now now some like mysterious sea creature squid fucking thing coming out with a giant beak no i'm not dealing with that mm-hmm. no. i told this is
0: unrelated but kind of related there was that um i, I play a lot of dating sims because they're cute games <laughs> i love that there's <laughs> one that's like hey hut full pigeon i think it's called where it's like you're yeah. dating pigeons but like whatever your your girl going to school of pigeons and all the pigeons could talk and you don't understand what's happening but when you look yes. into the actual game lore because the more you play it you uncover story stuff it's some kind of like radioactive thing where essentially like there's like a bird flu and then they try to wipe out all the birds to s- save humanity but instead what they give them makes them super intelligent and then they take over and they destroy the humans and now the world's like at war and then they become at peace and they're trying like you as the the school kid are trying to be the first moment of peace for the two like groups of pigeons versus humans i know it's so stupid but that's why i no, no, i love it though is my point (laughs) (laughs) that's it so no i love that though i'm sorry to whoever's listening to us today we are i know by this point they're
1: like what is going on we went from just
0: beautiful ghost story (sighs) to whatever that was so i'll tell you what we got one more for them so we do we do. We can redeem ourselves with a story from Andrew. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so this takes place in Northeast Ohio. Whoop, Erica, whoop. you're from Ohio. Well, whoop, you're not whoop, from Ohio, whoop, but you live whoop, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah it's okay. Cool. So, um, yeah, it's okay. Same thing, right? <laughs> yeah. So Andrew says, um, in Northeast Ohio is what's classified as the stairway to heaven. It is at St. Joseph Church Cemetery. It's an extremely old cemetery that has huge staircases with the statue of Jesus at the top. If you walk up it at night, the statue of Jesus glows and you get a super eerie feeling that something or someone is walking up the staircase behind you. Even during the day, it's an eerie feeling place. When I was a teenager, I used to play in the cemetery at night a decent amount. I always felt like people were watching me. Pretty sure the cemetery is people buried there that day back to the
1: 1600s have you been to the cemetery i haven't no yeah so that's up, kind of i feel like more like cleveland area probably um, yeah. yeah it sounds creepy though i mean that's the thing is that like, graveyards are such like a hot spot for activity just because mm-hmm. it's it's a resting place with so many different types of people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and it's also a place where people's loved ones go. So it's like one of those things where like, you know, I feel like you get those spirits that are just wandering around waiting for their loved ones to come back, you know? You've got so many different feelings in one place. Um and it's such a it's a spiritual place too because you've got people of all different faiths going there and, you know, showing love and appreciation and um, you know, in in the best way that they know how. So I think that that sounds crazy though.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. We I mean, we went to go see the most beautiful <sighs>
1: cemetery we've ever seen yeah. at Sleepy
0: Hollow. Um, our video for that, we we put up the trailer. So if you haven't seen that, you yeah. could definitely check that out. But it, it it was the most beautiful cemetery I've ever seen. I've been to a fair share of cemeteries. Goth
1: girl. Goth girl. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, but it when I
0: was, I think I told you when I was a kid, I went to, or like a teenager, I went to a cemetery and I was doing a Ouija board, which first off, I will never touch a Ouija <laughs> board again in my life. The weird thing that happened with that Ouija board though, is um we were sitting down and I had said something along the lines like, if you're a spirit like let us know what year you passed and we they point to like a specific tombstone and it was the year like came up on our ouija board and i was like i'm pretty convinced that like maybe someone in our group saw it but nobody else that like was next to me on the ground yeah seemed like they they were all freaked out by it and i will never fuck with the ouija board again in my life first off second off i will never do something stupid like that in a graveyard It's again a mistake tragically (laughs) Um, but, How to not be a final girl, <laughs> yes, um, but I think there's there's like a beauty to the death yeah. in a way, which is like yeah. W- why I'm super invested in like going to see cemeteries because I think they're really unique and yeah. special. Definitely eerie. I can understand the feeling. Um, but yeah. maybe we'll check out that stairway to heaven one
1: day. Yeah. We'll do like a, maybe a weird Ohio tour. I know we've been talking about doing it for Connecticut with so many random things being in the Connecticut area. So. Oh yeah. Um, Ohio definitely is a huge hub for weird, weird stuff. So you know we've got the Serpent Mound. We've got lots of Bigfoot sightings and the Loveland Frogman, and uh, it's a good old time over here.
0: We have our own uh, Bigfoot. I was looking at it the other day. It's a Winstead Wildman, ah! <laughs> and it, it's pretty much a Bigfoot. I saw that, and, and Logan was like, "Oh my god, you got to tell Erica there's a Bigfoot." <laughs> I like, love
1: that. I first off. That's why so when we went to cute. Sleepy Hollow, I was like, the thing is, is, about Bigfoot sightings is there are so many, even like in random areas where you wouldn't even imagine. So like, especially mm-hmm. with Connecticut, with all like the hills and the forests and stuff, for sure.
0: There's a, oh gosh, I was, remar- when we were talking about Australia, there's a thing called the Yowie, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is similar to like a Bigfoot, yeah. right? Yeah. So there's all different versions of that. I think that's really, yeah, co- it's cute. cute for it's Bigfoot. like, yeah,
1: I know. It's so cute. Yeah. I
0: love it. Uh, But we talked a little bit about this earlier. I wanted to ask you what you've been watching recently. Uh, I mentioned Barbarian. Did you see it?
1: Yes. Yes. So, yes. Yeah.
0: Loved it. Okay. So, I only watched, like, the first couple seconds of the trailer just to show Logan, like, here's what the premise is. All we saw was, you know, you're going to an Airbnb. There's something spooky. That's it. And then I turned it off. So... I loved it. I feel like that was something that could happen to to the degree of like you double book your yes, Airbnb, right? For like sure. that makes sense to me. I think it's genius that they use Bill Skarsgård, who's not only like super hot and perfect. I love him so much, but he's also like that that guy where you don't know if he could be the murderer. So like as soon as it starts,
1: <laughs> he's got that look.
0: <laughs> you don't know if maybe he's setting yeah. the situation up, or he's a weirdo, or it's something else. I loved it. Um, I I, I think it's it's very funny. Uh, yeah. I was reading.
1: Because Justin Long.
0: Well, Justin Long, but also I was yeah. reading, do you remember The Whitest Kids You Know? I'm pretty sure that's who either produced it or worked on it. There's a guy from there. It, it was like an old um, thing on Comedy Central. Uh, they did that Miss March movie. And they're like a comedic duo, like a, like a Key and Peele, but, yeah. but two-way guys. So yeah. one of them did that. And so I think that's where the comedic relief comes from a little bit. Um, yeah. But I think it, it, like the Justin Long thing, I don't think anybody expected. I didn't even know his name was on yeah. the poster. I don't know if you expected it. Yeah. You're smart. So maybe you didn't.
1: No, I knew he was in it because I follow him yeah. on Instagram. So I was like, I knew he. Yeah. So I knew he was in it. But then I saw Bill Skarsgård and I was like, what is yeah. going on? So, so I didn't even look
0: at the poster. I didn't know like anything. I love Justin yeah. Long too. Like I liked him and Tusk. I like I like his general movies, but he's great in horror. He should be doing more. Yes. I think I that agree. there was like a couple. Like I would have liked it to end a little differently. Um, But that's my only complaint. It was yeah. a really good story. It made sense to me.
1: Uh. I agree with the ending cuz I wanted yeah. a little bit more. I
0: wanted more. I kind of yeah. like
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: His character has this moment where um he's essentially like getting canceled because he's a rapist essentially. And Yes. Yeah. Nothing gets shown, so if, you're, if you haven't watched this yet, there's no, like, anything graphic like that. But it gets talked about, and he tries yeah. to be like, I'm going to redeem my character. And then he does everything fucking possible to not redeem his character or yes. be better. And so I kind of wish there was, like, news coverage <laughs> or, like, some kind of thing about this experience with him. Because he tried to kill yeah. our final yeah. girl consistently, like, throughout the movie. Yeah. And he's just a fucking piece of shit.
1: Which is so funny because he's such a likable dude. But it's, like, in that movie, you're like, how—he he just plays such a good asshole, too, so so it's, like, yes. good for him for versatility because... <laughs> yeah,
0: he's great. Yeah. I enjoyed him a lot. um I also enjoyed the homeless man character. Yes. I, my one complaint is if you were screaming, get out that house, little girl, blah, blah, blah at me, I'd be, like, fucking booking it. So I maybe agree he should have been, like, hey, guess what? There's a monster in your fucking basement. And while that's mm. not exactly great either, well, it's just, like...
1: Uh, I wouldn't have gone in there to begin with, dude. The moment I walked in and I saw that room where it was set up the way it was, I would have been like It was weird. Yo, no.
0: <laughs> no. As soon as I saw the room, I'd be
1: no, out. That's, and, like, that's yeah. like Bill yeah, Skarsgård dude. comes mm-hmm. to save her and yeah. she's like,
0: Okay, we're we're gonna go. And he's like, I gotta see for yeah. myself. Okay, you've seen the room. You don't need to keep going. Yeah. He keeps going. It is. But yeah, that was graphic. I like the concept. Yeah. It's really sad. There could have been more. I would have liked a little bit more from it, but it was pretty good and I enjoyed it. I think it's a really fun movie. I think it's like probably one of the best ones that's come out this year. Um,
1: For sure. It was really original. I, I, I agree with everything you said. It was it was a, it was was a real fun watch. Yeah. For sure.
0: What else For have sure. you been watching? I, I was watching that Midnight Club. I... Fell behind a little bit, so I need to catch up. But I did see that um, Guillermo del Toro has something on Netflix. Have you watched it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The Cabinet of Curiosity. I haven't seen it yet, yeah, but did you Did you like it?
1: It's really good. I mean, the episodes are beautiful. Yeah. Like, they're beautifully shot. Like, everything is very – I I just think it's really cool. And the, the stories are dark.
0: I think you could trust his work, too, is like
1: Ab- – Oh, God, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's just a master in his craft, so it's just like, you know, I, I – I think it got renewed for a season two, I'm pretty sure. But I'm telling you, I I really enjoy his work. It's just, you know, he's just such a... He's like a magician with with the cinema, you know? Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. I'm going to definitely have to check that out as well. What else have you been enjoying?
1: Or Um, not enjoying? (laughs) I loved this movie called Run, Sweetheart, Run. It was... Real fun. Uh, basically, the premise is that a girl starts working for this important law firm, and her um, boss sets her up to basically go entertain one of their top clients. And he's a very, of course, the top client is this very good-looking man who's suave and just super rich. And um, it just turns into like this horror show, and it's really cool. Um, I also thought that one was really just a really fresh idea, mm. and yeah, I loved Run to Be
0: I haven't seen it. I've seen posts about it, like, but I just haven't watched it myself. So. So definitely want to check that
1: out. Yeah. Yeah. I literally, I, I was randomly scrolling through because I was yeah. like, man, I need more horror stuff to watch for our next episode. And then I saw it and I was like, we watched the trailer and I was like, okay, fucking put it on. And it was awesome. Like, I loved I like it. that. I um, like finding
0: the cool little like yeah. quirky things that maybe people aren't checking out. Um, yeah. Did you watch the VHS? Um, I saw you post about VHS. Did you watch it?
1: Yeah, I watched it. I Yeah. I I didn't mind it. You know, like it was, it was still fun. Um, It was still a good watch. I don't um, think anything
0: beats the Rat Man. I think that. It's solidified, you know, in our hearts now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's just so many good epic moments with the originals. And I I think this one is still on par with the originals. Um, I do like that they're doing different time periods of it. I do too. I think that was really cool. I think that was probably my favorite thing because it was kind of like a a 90s grunge era. So Mm -hmm. it was really, that was real fun. But I think the people who actually worked on the VHS 99 did Deadstream. And that one right there. Yeah. Deadstream is honestly, to me, one of my favorite movies that I've watched this season just because it was really fucking funny, but it had great elements of horror too.
0: Is it, um, is it like found footage or is it all fully streamed? Like a
1: it's a fully streamed one, yeah. So okay, it's okay, like, cute. yeah, it's like a more up-to-date one. And it's it's like a guy who's the, uh, like an influencer who's like basically going through and, and going through a haunted house to kind of like redeem himself. And it's it's a husband and wife duo, I'm pretty sure, who write and direct these. Mm. So I think that's super fucking adorable. That's I know. So I'm like, go do your thing. That's amazing. Like, I know. Like, we love that. Um, um, But I watched Deadstream and I was like, dude, this is great. So I'm totally a fan. That's my jam. Love Deadstream. <laughs>
0: Well, I think that's like everything I've watched. I mean, I I honestly, I've been watching anime too. Uh, I've been looking for a new horror one, which there's a few that are listed. So I'm going to try and pull those up for next time we record. Uh, I was catching up with My Hero Academia and... Uh, I know you don't watch it, but it's basically like X-Men meets anime but way more powers like way more unique stuff yeah uh, and they just did basically the most recent season had like a whole portion of just focusing on the villains and so what i like about that yeah. show is that nobody is like a b character like everybody gets their story told Every especially like the villain stuff Love was that. really good and it's like what makes a villain is so flavorful in that show i loved it so yeah
1: see was it is it dragon slayer is that the one that demon slayer demon slayer dragon slayer girl i didn't even get through that first season so demon slayer is literally the last anime watch and i was watching it um god like it's hard to get into too i
0: didn't like it for the first like three or four Mm. episodes and then i really liked it there's like a a movie that's actually really good but what with my hero too is like it starts off as like the typical like shonen anime and the it's on season five right now and it's like dark it's getting really dark it's getting to like what i like with anime and it's really impactful yeah i was like I watched it on the way to Vegas. I watched six hours worth of My Hero Academia and I was crying and <laughs> sobbing on I the love plane. That for you. <laughs> because I was feeling for villains. Like it, it's really good. So I love that for Very you classic. though.
1: Thank you. I love that. Yeah. There's much anime. There's a
0: one called Chainsaw Man out that's like supposed to be
1: cool oh, and gory yeah. and funny. I've been um Yeah, I've only seen a lot of people post about that actually. Yeah. So Maybe I'll check that out. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, Well, speaking of you traveling, um you said you were at Magic 30. I did. Um, do you have any Magic events coming yeah, up? Yeah. Um, there's one in Philly that I'm going to be going to next year
0: in February. Yeah. But actually, Magic 30 was, like, way better than I anticipated. The coolest thing they did was they had these full-on sets where it was, like, for each mana color in Magic, they basically had a cosplayer there that you can go meet and take a photo with. But the whole set was, like, based on that Planeswalker, which is, like... um a card in Magic, essentially, where it's, it's like, there's counters and stuff. That. It's a lot to explain to you. But basically, like, they have their own plane, and that's that mana symbol. And, like, it was really decked out. So, that was cool. I got to see a lot of friends. That was really cool. Um, Talked a lot about Camp Cryptid and Scribe Baby. So, that was really awesome. And, yeah, yeah. getting to just kind of <laughs> explore Vegas was cool. Oh, guess guess what? I met uh the guy Jacob Bertrand from Cobra Kai. He plays Hawk in it. You haven't watched it. You need um, to watch my, it. But... I watched I him do um, karaoke with Jimmy Wong, who played, uh, I think he was Ling in the new Mulan movie. And they did Mulan oh. karaoke, and it was great. So that was pretty much the I highlights of my weekend. It was very funny. I, I had a great time, and I'm looking forward to more events
1: next year, especially because Camp Cryptid's
0: planning some stuff. So that should be really, really fun. Yeah.
1: Speaking of, I, I didn't want to drop the thing, but I think next month, if you guys want to look out, we will be dropping a Patreon um well, yeah so we've had a lot of people basically reach out to us about you know ways to support and you know instead of having like ads and stuff like that we're just gonna do a patreon i think and so uh keep an eye out for in december we'll have our cute little stickers and little like tiers where you guys can get episodes early we'll you know put behind the scenes of all these fun shoots that we do when we're doing you know our theme little cosplays and stuff and it's a way for us to kind of you know hear from you guys on what kind of um you know episode you want to see or give us input and stuff like that so you know um, uh, so if you know or you want to look out for that, that'll be really exciting. And, and it's a way that we go to fun things like the Conjuring House in Salem. and. <laughs> uh... It's going to help us fund our ghost trips. It's going to help us fund events where we can
0: meet campers yeah. like you. It's going to be able to allow us to go and, and continue to create Camp Cryptid episodes. So uh, look out for that. That'll be coming out in December. We have lots of awesome rewards coming. And we just want to thank you so much for being here with us for a full year now. I don't think, like we kind of said it was a year, right? But I don't think we fully grasped that we've been doing this I know, for how a wild year. is and that? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're coming up to 50 episodes. We've been doing this for, you know, free, which is great. We love doing that. And we've been pushing out episodes. So it's really consistently with a lot of stuff. So I think there's only room to grow and continuously go from here. And we're excited to have you along for the journey with us.
1: Yeah. And I think the big thing about it, too, is Patreon is such like we've been both on Patreon for a while now on our individual pages. And it's just a nice place to have a nice community. So um, Mm -hmm. we're just really excited about that. And speaking of community, we're at over 600 people on our Reddit. I... (laughs) am losing my mind I'm so excited so many people have been sharing so many amazing things from their own like movies that they've created to you know if they find a cool video or there's the Brazilian Roswell that someone posts I just want to thank you all so much because like when you guys get involved and it, it just it means so much for us to see these new stories and just feel you know it's just so much gratitude that you know we have people you know along this fun spooky ride with us so
0: yeah on reddit too, there's um one I want to read today but it's quite long about uh, a campfire tale in japan so if you want to go check that out definitely check that out lots of cool stuff like erica mentioned you can also go to com and find all the ways to listen to us we're on apple Podcasts and spotify so if you're listening please leave us a review and let us know how we're doing we're also available on podbean we're working on getting that stitcher we're literally on so many different platforms youtube too we're gonna have you know more ghost hunts coming out in the future we have one right now that's up we have a sleepy hollow video so there's a lot of stuff on our youtube and if you want to submit any kind of story or any kind of information uh you could go to reddit but you can also go to the contact section on our website as well so lots of good stuff there definitely check it out look forward to the patreon look forward to good stuff coming up from us because we have some really fun episodes planned at the moment and yeah thank you for listening we're your camp counselor signing off